helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Disclaimer Guy just told you everything you needed to know. In life. Yeah. That's Phil George over there, elder law attorney, counselor law with uh, our friends at the Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. They bring you the aging hour uh, here on KGMI. I always like to uh, talk about Disclaimer Guy. Hey, yeah. I w- I'd like to have Disclaimer Guy's gig. Yeah, you know, right. Because you get, you get paid for just Abby. talking about 30 seconds. Absolutely. Nice I'd just kid. like to talk to him for a minute or two. Yeah. Say, hey, Disclaimer Guy, what's it like? You know? <laughs> Nice. Okay. Uh, the the name of the show is the Aging Hour. It's all about aging, which is you know all of us are aging. It's not like you know we're going right. to get out of this alive. Can't right? avoid it. Uh, and we cover a, you know a myriad of topics. If you have something you want to talk about, you know it could be Medicare, it could be Medicaid, it could be uh, you know long term care, uh, anything that has to do with uh, aging or. Um, Maybe not so much financial planning, but at least sure. pointing you in a direction Absolutely. of how to, how to do the planning yeah. Yeah. For, um, for you and your estate. Mm-hmm. Well, you can always email Phil. This is the email address, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can call Phil at 360-746-7169, and we will uh, make sure that we address your topic in mm-hmm. an upcoming show. So you have a few topics Speaking today. of this, yeah, what we've got, we got? Some, some good email questions came in this week. The first one, let's talk about housing options. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one is equal really fair. So yeah. we'll talk about that. And finally, we should we get a long-term care insurance policy? That's the third one. And mm-hmm. then, of course, it's my favorite bill in our fourth segment. We get to the wrap-up. Yeah. That, the thing about equal being fair yeah. reminds me of a, of a Jimmy Johnson quote. You know, when he used to coach oh, yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, um, what did he say? All players are equal. He said, some <laughs> are just more equal than others. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. All right, let's jump into our first let's email question here. It says, my husband and I have been listening to your show for a while. There we go. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> oh, man, we're making nickels. We get we get a, a shiny new nickel for every brand new listener. Super shiny. Get. And that, that can add up after it, a while. It does. You it get does. yourself a latte, maybe. I got myself almost a pocket full. Yeah. Anyway, we've been listening to your show for a while. We've heard you talk about housing, so we thought we would uh, send you our question. We're both in our late 70s. We want to stay in our home just as long as possible. We want to know what's the best way to make sure we can stay in our own home if it uh, isn't possible for us to stay. What other housing options would we be facing should we start looking into those options right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and this this is a really, really good question. This is something that, that I hear from people all the time. How can I stay in my home until the end? I don't want to end up in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. My, wife, my wife and I, or my husband and I, we've lived in this place. We've raised our kids here. It's something that means a lot to us. And we just want to stay here until the very, very end. And I completely sympathize with these people. We mm-hmm. get this all the time. Well, uh, I'm assuming... Uh, can they stay in their home if they want to? Well, you know, then this is this is. Are it. you going to say can, depends? <laughs> it does. It yeah. depends, okay. and we're going to keep saying that until we get that sponsorship. But well, how can we help them stay in exactly? Their own home? And so, what you can do is you can increase the odds that you can stay in your home. Right? There are things that can happen to you that would make it impossible to stay at home. Right? There are things that could happen to you that would make it absolutely necessary for you to receive twenty four seven care in a hospital. Yeah, and it, like if you have limited mobility exactly. and you've got a house that has uh, right. three flights of stairs. 
stairs. Exactly right. That might be a challenge. Exactly right. So mm -hmm. you can increase your odds of being able to stay there. And like you're saying, so the first thing is you want to make sure your home is age friendly. You want to have a plan in place. And then you want to make sure you have resources in place to actually accomplish this if you did have to move or you did have to fix mm -hmm. up your house, that kind of thing. Well, you talk about uh, making sure their home is age friendly. Yep. So let's tell everybody how they would go about yeah. doing that. So the best place to do that, and so when you talk about being age friendly, if you end up going to a hospital, the first thing the doctor is going to do if you have a stroke or a broken hip or something like that is they're going to send an occupational therapist out to your house. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they measure every hallway and doorway, they count every step, and they basically come back to the doctor and they let the they doctor a know. Card, don't they it, they do. They look at. It's yeah. a point system. Mm -hmm. And if you don't score high enough, the doctor is going to say, well, no, you cannot come home. Uh, and so what you can do, if you know that's what the doctors are going to do, the, the most logical thing is to just go hire one of those people yourself. It's 150, 200 bucks, whatever it is. You have mm -hmm. them come out to your house. They do an age-friendly assessment. And then all of a sudden, now you know exactly what you need to do. Um, and then they can say, okay, well, if this is the list, if this is what it's going to take to make my place age-friendly, if it's reasonable, if it's just a ramp and putting in uh, mm -hmm. grab bars and things like that, then yeah, you can take care of it. But if they come back to you and they and they say, well, the only way we're going to make this age-friendly is if you put an elevator in, yeah. well, now That's you know, cost, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so that ends up being... Yeah, that ends up being uh, really expensive, something you can't do. But that's, you know, it's it's better to know ahead of so, time. Yeah, so you start thinking about, okay, yeah. if I'm going to need a, an elevator, maybe I need a different house. I yeah. can sell this house. I can get a ranch house, get yeah. a you know, single level. Yeah. Uh, there would be ways to do it, especially with your occupational therapist. Absolutely. Okay, so you talked about having a plan. Yes, yep. That that sounds like that encompasses a lot. It, it really, really does. And so you have to have that plan in place. And so part of that is reaching out and to a folks, uh, folks that I call geriatric care managers. And geriatric care managers are usually folks that have worked at hospice at some time or another. And Bill, you know how hospice works. Hospice folks, if you have less than six months to live, they'll come in and they'll build a plan for you. They'll tell you exactly what it would take to keep you home from a plan of care to what kind of medical equipment to how many folks would need to come in to actually take care of you, even mm -hmm. right down to spiritual needs and things like that. Well, there's no magic to the six-month number. So if yeah. we can hire those folks to come in and give us a plan to cover two years, now we can do a couple of things. One, if they come back and they say, well, it's just going to be too expensive for you to stay home, um, then you know that you're going to have to look at other options. Mm -hmm. uh, and then two, if you have a plan in place, doctors are much more likely to allow you to come home. Ah. So yeah. doctors are extremely risk averse, right? Yeah. Um, if your home isn't safe enough or if you don't have a plan in place, the doctors are afraid or the hospitals are afraid that if you come home, you're going you're gonna to fall or re-injure yourself or something like that. And so they're, they're hesitant to send people home. That's why sometimes it feels like the whole, uh, you know, when you're older, you go to the hospital and then the rehab facility and then the nursing home, it feels like a slippery slope. Yeah. And that's because at each step of the way, these people are kind of trying to protect themselves. And mm -hmm. so if you've got a plan in place, if you can show them you have your act together, mm -hmm. you're much more likely to actually be successful and have the doctor send you home. So yeah. okay. it can be a really good thing. Uh, let's talk about money. Let's talk about yeah. resources. Let's talk about uh, like uh, long-term yeah. care, twenty-four-seven. Absolutely, uh, pretty much yeah. all this can be expensive. Absolutely, yeah. and, and and it can be right. And so, the, I what I hear a lot is, oh, you know, my mom needed twenty-four-seven care, my dad needed twenty-four-seven care. 
And what I've found is the vast majority of people who who need long-term care, they don't actually need 24-7 care. Mm. And if you think about it, even people in hospitals don't have 24-7 care. They have access to 24-7 care, right? There's nobody there. You're not there having somebody looking over you for 24 hours a day. Mm And so what you can do is, you know, these things are expensive. And so if you want to stay home, probably one of the best ways to do that is to work with, uh, you know, something like a Medicaid or something like that. And Medicaid will pay for up to about four to six hours a day of care. Hmm. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but for the vast majority of people, if you can have somebody come in, if you can... Um, you know, if you can have them come in in the morning for a couple hours mm-hmm. and help the person get out of bed and have breakfast and get ready for the day and then come in at night and help have somebody help, you know, give a bath and feed them and put them, you know, down for, for bedtime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's usually enough for the mm-hmm. families to make this work, keeping them at home. But, you know, ag- again, it can be costly. So, Well, long-term care costs uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot. I know that, uh, like Lisa and I, yeah. we have our long-term care yeah. uh, policy. Yeah. And, and that's not cheap. It's you, not. You, you can do it privately. Yes. Right? You mentioned Medicare. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, and, that, and that's... Funny that we're talking about long-term care insurance today. I, I just recently had a uh, conversation with uh, a financial planner uh, from Thrivent in Ferndale. His name's mm-hmm. Jacob. And uh, he's kind of starting to change my mind a little bit about some of these long-term care insurance policies that are out there. So mm. stay tuned. I might be talking about that, more about that later. Okay. But you're right. There, there are ways that you can pay for long-term care costs. Privately, that's expensive at the average of $10,000 a month. Medicare can pay for the first 100 days. And then you've got VA and Medicaid or long-term care insurance policies. And for the most part, people mm-hmm. use those those VA and Medicaid to actually to get there. Well, let us say that um, we've come up uh, e- either, you know, we don't have enough money or, yeah. you know, the house isn't going to work for us and they yeah. can't stay at yeah. home. What's, uh, what's well, the, the plan there? The first choice for most people is to say, okay, well, if my home isn't age-friendly enough, I'm either going to buy a home that is age-friendly, I'm mm-hmm. going to buy a Rambler, uh, or maybe I'll move in with one of my kids if they've got like a mother-in-law's home or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something that is age-friendly. Um, but if that's not possible, if you don't have, uh, if you can't find a Rambler, or if if you don't have if you don't have a kid that wants you, yeah. um, then you know you have to look at something else. And so there are different levels of housing that you can get if 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 you do need care. You have. You have uh, adult family homes. Uh, adult family home is basically just a home in the regular community that uh, can have at most six different beds in it. And uh, and they run that and they take care of people and they do a really good job. Uh, you can have an assisted living facility. Uh, and that's a place where it's not nursing care that you receive there, but they help people with uh, activities of daily living. Um, they have, of course, skilled nursing facilities, and those are the places that you think of that are, are nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And then they have kind of CCRCs, uh, continuing care retirement communities. Mm-hmm. And these are places that um, kind of become your long-term care insurance policy. And what I, what I mean by that is you move into a CCRC, uh, continuing care retirement community, and you kind of move into independent housing. You're just You've got your own kitchen, you've got your own driveway, you do what you want to do and you leave when you want to leave and you cook your own food or whatever. Um, But as your care levels increase right there on that same campus, you have uh, assisted living right there on that same campus. You have skilled nursing right there Mm -hmm. on that same campus. You have um, uh, dementia care and that kind of stuff. So you never have to leave that same campus. Now, the deal with those places are usually it's a pretty large deposit that you have to put down to live there uh, in the neighborhood of uh, at least $100,000 or so. But the benefit to it is if you end up running out of money, 
uh, a lot of times they become your long-term care insurance policy. They mm. either uh, allow you or help you to get onto Medicaid or uh, they have a, benev- a benevolent fund that they let you access mm. to help pay for your care. So they can be a pretty good option. I would think the uh, best thing if you're in a, a situation like this, uh, give yeah. Phil a call. Uh, you're still doing the one-hour free consultation. Absolutely. Uh, 360-746-7169. You can also email Phil, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Mm-hmm. So is equal really fair? We're going to find out. Okay, we'll oh, do yeah. that next on uh, The Aging Hour. Brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. over on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. 
For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Welcome back to the Aging Hour. It is powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI. And, uh, oh, my goodness, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions is powered by Phil George. Uh, He is the uh, elder law attorney we turn to here. Also, counselor at Mm -hmm. law. You got your own radio show. I do. Big Big shot, right? Right. Man, oh, man. Uh, Shiny nickels. If you have a topic you want us to uh, talk about in the future, you can email Phil, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Once again, radio safeharborlegal.com. You can call Phil, 360-746-7169. And this has something to do with equal being fair. Yeah. Let me look at this uh, email question. It says, my wife and I are planning to make an appointment with you. Great. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have been talking and trying to decide uh, how we want to split up our assets, but it has become apparent that we have very different views as to what we should do. We have a couple of children. One of our uh, kids lives in Florida and doesn't really talk to us anymore. Well, I think (laughs) I know what to do about that kid. Um, let's see. I, I would think the, uh, the term buckus uh, yeah. comes into play. <laughs> well, anyway, we there. haven't seen our grandkids in the last couple of years. And even though we've asked if uh, we could make the trip down there, hmm. uh-huh. our other child lives here in Bellingham and is a big part of our life. She helps us. We're very close to uh, her and her kids. Now, our estate isn't that big. We own our own home, have about 700K in uh, assets. So that's, that's okay. Yeah, you sounds know, like to do uh, good. If you got 700000 and your home, yeah. Uh, that's you'd be surprised how yeah. rich you really are. Exactly right. You know, a lot you'd of people would be very surprised when, yeah. when they start yeah. adding up and they yeah. say, "Wait, I'm worth like a million and a half." Right. But then again, a million and a half isn't what it used it's to be. It's not either, what it used right? to be. Okay. Nope. Well, my wife is adamant that both of our kids should receive an absolutely equal share of our estate. <clears throat> Shall I? No, I won't weigh in. Uh, <laughs> Yet. I, I think I know what. Anyway, uh-huh. I believe an equal split would be very unfair to our daughter here in Bellingham. Can you help us decide what to do? Okay, yeah. you can take this one. So, no, and th- th- this is this is such a good question. This is something that comes up all the time, right? You've got a family, uh, and for they've they've got two kids at least, sometimes three yeah, and four good kids. Good kid, bad kid. Exactly, right? Yeah. And, and and bad kid doesn't want anything to do with them, doesn't want to help, doesn't want to do anything. But they has, might want their money. Right, exactly their, right. Yeah. And okay. sometimes bad kid has even said, I don't want your money, I don't want you to talk I to me or anything else. Yeah. And the parents are so concerned about making sure that everything is equal, everything is equal, equal, equal. Everybody's mm-hmm. got to get an equal share that they kind of get wrapped around the axle with that. And so yeah. this is an extremely common question. Mm-hmm. How how fair is equal when you, it really you say comes you get down this a lot. It. You get it a lot. All the time. Okay. All so it sounds like, at least from what I read from yeah. the email, that one of the kids yep. helping out a lot. Absolutely. Okay. And you get that a lot, right? One yeah. of the kids is helping out a lot. They want to be around mom and dad for whatever reason. They stayed close to home. They're probably the ones that are going out and, and helping mom and dad get groceries or pick up prescriptions or go to the doctor or all that different kind of stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. they're the ones that mom and dad are going to, you know, move in with in the future, that kind of thing. This is, you know, it, it, you see that all the time where well, there's one kid that's going to help. All right. Uh, it, it seems, well, <laughs> yeah. the answer seems obvious to me. Yeah. The yeah. kid that's helping out 
ought to be getting the lion's share of the estate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to give a little bit to yeah. the to the bad kids, that's sure. fine. But they uh-huh. ought to, you know, the, yeah. that's that yeah. seems pretty straightforward yeah. to me. Well, and, and I think that in uh, this might be a cultural thing too, because mm-hmm. if you go to other cultures, it's always assumed that it's like. Uh, a lot of times it's the eldest son or it's the eldest daughter that they're going to be the one that ends up taking care of mom and dad. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the one that's responsible for mom and dad when they get older. But as part of that, then they're going to end up getting what mom and dad have, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's the home or whatever else, Mm -hmm. we don't have that same in, in American culture. We don't have that same drive to, you know, have one kid take care of us and then receive the family home. Mm -hmm. So I I know this sounds like a, like a, like an easy decision to scratch out the person in Florida, but for whatever reason, we get this a lot where, where it feels like one spouse or both spouses are just so stuck on this idea of it has to be equal. It has to be, has to be equal. It almost feels like there's there's some kind of trauma behind it, right? Maybe, like, maybe the the wife yeah. wants to do this because something happened Absolutely. to her in the past. Something happened yeah. with her in the past, and yeah. I've seen this before. Well, you know, I'll ask my clients, well, mm-hmm. well, why is it so important to you that that this has to be absolutely equal in order for this to, to, to go down? And they say something like, well, you know, uh, when my mom and dad passed, uh, my sister got everything and my feelings were hurt or something along those right. lines. Right. Yeah. And I'm not meaning to make light of this, mm-hmm. but you, you do. You get this kind of answer from folks all the time. Well, especially, uh, you know, you talk about the, the dynamics of the family. Uh, if, you know, and, and I was I was making light of it. Sure. Okay, that, no. that kid gets nothing. Yeah, uh, but yeah. mom's feelings have to be taken into account because right. that's that, yeah. that could get a little messy. Exactly right. right. Yeah. So, uh, speaking as you know, as as a husband, uh, one surefire way to make for an awful night is to just start discounting your wife's feelings altogether. Oh yeah. So, oh. So, yeah. so if there's one piece of advice I can give you as a counselor at law today mm-hmm. to all those husbands out there, uh, happy wife, happy life. So listen, listen to your wife. Uh, the the Florida kid. Who yeah. wants nothing yeah. to do with them? Yeah. Uh, is would the best thing be maybe yeah. get them well, more and, involved? And I, I mean, I, is there ways to get them absolutely. more involved with the family? And the very least, try right yeah. because what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sure that for that whatever's holding mom back from from making a decision that would maybe be uh, more actually fair, mm-hmm. you know, giving the kid here in Bellingham more of the actual estate that you're 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 kind of helping her work through that. And so part of that is reaching out to the kid in Florida, giving them a chance to come in, sitting down and talking with them, asking if they can help, finding out what's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't go into it here, but maybe there's some stuff that happened in the past with the family. So maybe the family needs to sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that person's just down in Florida and they feel like, you know, my family, they don't you know, I don't see them much and, and uh, you know, I'm just trying to do my own thing down here and I'm so far away that I can't help. But even if they're in Florida, there are jobs that, that kids can do. Yeah. Even if it's just to be an advocate, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that uh, when it comes time to have family meetings and make decisions, that person can be in on that kind of decision making. And so mm-hmm. you can include them in on that or or at the very least Give them the option to be included in on that, yeah. and and their answer to it might just be, you know, um, 
might have a lot to do with well, what the kid, the kids already the kid in Florida has already said, yeah. I I don't I don't want to be here. I don't want to be involved. I don't right. want your money. I don't want anything. Uh, yeah. And that seems pretty cut and dry to me. It does. Would, it that, does. would that make it easier? It, it would be a lot easier at that okay. point, right? And then basically if they don't want anything, if they're just like, yeah, you know, give everything to my sister. She's going to be taking care of you anyway. And a lot of times I hear kids say that. You know mm-hmm. what? Uh, mom and dad, my, my sibling's been taking care of you. I'm doing just fine here. Um, you take care of them and then mm-hmm. we'll be, that'll be okay. Um, and then again, maybe the kid in Florida, they just want to stay away for whatever reason. They've okay. created a life for themselves down there. Uh, all right. So um, let's talk about yeah. making things a bit fairer Sure. Uh, to placate yeah. the mom. Yeah. No, I'm not patronizing mom. Sure. I'm just saying to make her feel better. Yeah. But without giving the yeah. kid in Bellingham a yeah. whole lot more, are there ways right. to do that? There, there are. So one of the things you can talk about doing is, is uh, you know, maybe compensating the daughter that's up here for mm-hmm. for taking a more active role in in mom and dad's lives. And this is something that um, that I think is kind of important to do anyhow, right? As you're going through, and, and folks, you've heard me talk about this on the radio a lot, as you're going through and you're doing all of this planning, whether you're planning for housing and, and you're trying to figure out if your house is age-friendly and where you're going to go, or if you're you're trying to figure out health because you know, you've know you received a bad diagnosis and you need to know what to do, or you're trying to figure out your legal documents because you want to create the structure that's going to allow all of this to kind of work together. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things in here is getting your family involved and, and having uh, at least one family family meeting. And this is something I do with my clients all the time, get their families involved. Yeah. And so this is this is a, a great way to do that. Get the family involved, get the daughter involved here, have these kinds of meetings, but then talk to her about letting her compensate herself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can compensate her in, in whatever way sounds most reasonable to you. You don't have to give her, you know, a million bucks if you don't want to. Uh, you could you know, maybe helping her, maybe compensating her is is contributing to a 529 plan for her kids yeah. so that they can go to college or something like that. Mm-hmm. So there are all sorts of different ways you can kind of think outside the box with this. And and sitting down and having these family meetings is a, is a great way to kind of get to the, to the first bottom l- of it. The uh, first line of the email said, my wife and I are planning to make an appointment with you. Yeah. So that's the uh, smart thing to do. Absolutely. Call Phil, 360-746-7169 yes. uh, mm-hmm. for that uh, free initial consultation anybody in a situation like that absolutely uh, or they can email phil radio at safeharborlegal.com yes well dr phil <laughs> you've managed to patch up that family <laughs> yes i did <laughs> what are we going to talk about next next we got should we get a long-term care insurance policy okay it's coming up next on the aging hour here on kgmi did you know that if you have a will your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die that's right A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. 
If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. over on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Back on the big show, The Aging Hour, powered by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, along uh, with my good friend, elder law attorney and counselor at law, Mm -hmm. uh, Phil George. And uh, what's great about this show, besides the fact that uh, we get uh, an extra nickel for every uh, new audience member Ah. uh, and listener Ah. that we get, is that, um, I mean, it's it's nice that you're here every Saturday and Sunday at 1 for appointment listening, but you can also uh, check the podcast out, and I believe they can just go to your website. For yes, right? www.safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit. You can see all the past shows. We've got keywords you can search by, uh, and then so yeah. If you're if you're in your car or you're in your house and you hear something and maybe you want to go back because you don't quite remember it correctly or you just want to share us with your friends and family. Uh, let's jump into our next email question. This is actually pretty serious stuff uh-huh. here. My husband and I are thinking about getting a long-term care policy. We've been thinking about insurance for a while, but my husband is kind of dragging his feet on this. He has dementia that runs in his family, so I th- I think that he'd rather just not, you know, think about it right now, about long-term care. We both turn 68 next year, and I know it's going to be kind of expensive, but I'm really worried about long-term care cost. We've got a couple of kids they live in the area. They will help us out, uh, you know, when they can. We also have a decent size estate. We own our own home and a couple of duplexes here in town. Okay, doing okay. Um, 
What do you think we ought to do? Is long-term care insurance a viable option for us? Uh, what would our other options be if they decided not to go in that direction? Mm-hmm. All right. And, and these are the types of conversations and, and questions that you get pretty often. You know, people, they start thinking about, and, and, and you, you know, they think about uh, as they get older, what's going to happen? What are the dangers that end up popping up when it comes to uh, my retirement? And and folks, I have to tell you, the, the biggest financial threat for most people in retirement, the vast majority of people in retirement, retirement isn't going to be raising taxes. It's not Mm -hmm. going to be Social Security going away. It's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be uncovered long-term care costs. It's that 10 grand a month possibility, right? Study after study is saying that that, uh, some two-thirds of of folks over the age of 65 are going to need some long-term care in the future. Mm -hmm. And of those, uh, about uh, 50% of those are going to need a couple of years or more of long-term care. And so um, most estates aren't set up to to accept this kind of stuff. This is one of the reasons why, um, one of the reasons why Washington kind of stepped into the long-term care insurance game right. not too long yeah. ago, right? Um, because they were seeing other long-term care insurance companies crumble because the costs were just too high and all this kind of stuff. And so this is an extremely serious issue. Uh, do you know a lot of folks uh, that have long-term care? And by the way, I know the answer to that question. Because you're uh, talking to one across the microphone, I know right? one, that's for sure. Well, my, my, I, I want to give full disclosure. Yeah. My wife, Lisa, used to be yes, in the insurance game. Absolutely. And she's a big, big, big believer. We yeah. are insured. I, I think we pay more for insurance than, than we pay for our house payment and for anything else. Right. Uh, because she's a big believer. Yeah. And, I mean, think about it. I'm on, I'm on Medicare. I've yep. got a really good fat supplement that yep. I pay for. And, yep. by the way... For those who have known about my health issues, you know, like a broken leg and then a bypass and an aneurysm and with the supplement and everything else. I mean, I think it's cost me like three, four hundred bucks. Isn't that just crazy? I'm a big believer uh, in that. And she's a big believer in long term care. So we have long term care insurance. And the reason the main reason we do, Mm -hmm. we don't have any kids. Right. And we don't have any family here. Right. Um, Yeah. Basically, it's for the other person who has to take care of. Absolutely. One or both of us yeah. at the same time. But anyway, you, you do know some yeah. folks that have it. Absolutely, I yeah. do. And, and I think that it, for, for a lot of folks, it can be a good thing. And I think that um, we were talking about this a little bit during the break. But, um, you know, my my impression of long-term care insurance for the longest time has been fairly negative. And yeah. it's been fairly negative because every year, usually in about September or so, uh, my clients, they start, my clients that have long-term care insurance policies – they start getting notices from companies like Genworth and things right. like that mm-hmm. saying, uh, you know what, um, even though we may have promised you that your long-term care insurance policy was going to stay the same and your premium was never going to go up, mm, too bad. Guess what? This year, you're going to have to make a decision. Yeah. If you want to keep your same premium, you're going to get less coverage. If you want to keep uh, if you want to keep the same amount of coverage, then you have an increase in premium. Mm-hmm. And so in my experience, uh, sooner or later, those folks with – those folks with long-term care insurance policies, they get to a point where the amount of benefit that they receive from feeling good about being insured, mm-hmm. they can no longer justify that because the the cost of the premium gets too high. Yeah, and and at least a half dozen times a year, I'll have somebody on the phone talking to me about this, and you know, at that point when somebody's paid into a long-term care insurance policy for the last 20 years or so, mm-hmm. and now you're having to talk to them about, you know, the idea of of sunk cost and, and it's better to just walk away from it because you can't yeah. afford it anymore, that's a pretty jagged pill for people to swallow. 
Well, let's talk about this couple uh, yeah. here for a moment. Um, they they have a pretty good estate, yeah. and uh, so they, you know maybe they can afford yeah. a long term care. Uh, you've talked you've talked before about the downside is the cost. Right. So I don't know with this estate, maybe they can you know cover the cost of this, and that, and that would be it, right? Yeah. So if they've got is it, it's not for everybody, but mm-hmm. it could be right for this couple, right? Yeah. If they've got and not just a large enough estate, it, it's really kind of you know what are what kind of income do they have, mm-hmm. and it's not just you know can you afford the long-term care insurance policy now it's can you afford the long-term care insurance policy premiums 15 years from now sure. when when they've gone up and that mm-hmm. kind of thing okay. and so if, if you can then then yeah maybe it's a good idea if you can afford yeah. it it's, it's probably the right thing to do yeah. uh however i i can i can hear the yeah. uh i can hear the the hold back and the possible negativity <laughs> in your voice <laughs> uh I, I guess sometimes it's not a good idea sometimes right? it isn't and, yeah. I, and i should say that you know i I've had uh, I've had the chance to sit down and talk with I mentioned this in the first segment with uh, with a guy from Thrivent in uh, Ferndale's name's Jacob mm-hmm. and he was talking to me about his uh, their their different long term care insurance policies and he was nice enough to run me some numbers so I could look through them and and I got to tell you that uh, at first glance the numbers look pretty good to me mm-hmm. but uh, you know for the most part it's not a good I you know it's Long-term care insurance policies, they're, sometimes they're just not a good idea. They get more expensive as people go get older. The premiums mm-hmm. go up. Yeah. Um, it's also something where if you have a long-term care insurance policy, you've got to deal with an insurance company, yeah. right? And so in order to trigger a long-term care insurance policy, usually you have to require assistance with two of the six activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. So it's, this, it's the same functional qualification you'd have for Medicaid. But the idea is you have to call the insurance company and, you know, most of the time, just like when you get a, into a car accident or anything like that, mm-hmm. the first couple of times that you're reaching out and contacting the insurance company, the answer is no, <laughs> yeah. right? But it's because that's yeah. what they do. And so sometimes just dealing with an insurance company is absolutely awful. Well, we, we talk about paying for it. Yeah. Uh, there, there's some options here. Yeah. You know, you, you could do like Lisa and I do. We, yep. we pay for it privately. There's also VA and Medicaid. Yeah. Can we, uh, let's talk about uh, doing it privately yeah. first. And so one that. of the things that I've found is, you know, if, if you have enough money and, and you don't have to be super wealthy, right? If you can, if, if you have, let's say an IRA or a 401k and it's got 250, $300,000 in it, and you can earmark that specifically for long-term care yeah. purposes, mm-hmm. that should be more than enough. If you've got the rest of your plan in place and you've given your family the other informational resources and the legal structure to actually accomplish the goals, right. then, then you should be able to be okay with that. And the nice thing about setting up your your own fund like that is, well, one, you don't have to ever deal with an insurance company, right? You just mm-hmm. have to, if you need money for long-term care, you just use whatever there. money's in the yeah. fund. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it can end up being a really good thing and it continues to grow. And if you never use it, then it just goes directly to your family. Well, let's talk about the other option you've uh, chatted about before, Medicaid yeah. and VA. And those can be really good options for some folks. The idea, though, is you have to be careful with them. And I've had a lot of clients bring this up. You know, the quality of, of care that you receive on Medicaid isn't top notch. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. If I'm in a nursing home and I'm paying $10,000 a month, if I get on Medicaid, Medicaid will come in and they'll say, well, no, we're only going to pay $8,000 a month. Right. right? Um, and so the nursing homes, they don't, they, they don't like to use Medicaid. Understandable. So what we have to realize is what we can do is we can come in behind and try to sign a supplemental contract. So mm-hmm. if if uh, the nursing home is going to force mom or dad to go into, you know, from the room with the view down into the basement with uh, <laughs> with the howlers, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, what you can do is you can say, okay, well, how about nursing home? We're going to let Medicaid pay the $8,000. Uh, we'll pay an additional $2,000 as the family to bring dad back up to the penthouse suite. Mm-hmm. And now dad's back up to the full level of care. And so mm-hmm. if you work these things right, uh, you can absolutely get a good level of care, have Medicaid pay uh, for the vast majority of it, sign a supplemental contract with the family mm-hmm. and take care of people. But you got to have all this stuff in place. You got to have your legal documents set up correctly. You got to have a plan in place. You got to get your family involved. This isn't the kind of thing that you're just going to be walking along and or riding along in your rutabaga truck and Wait, you fall out. You got to make sure wills, trusts, absolutely. POAs, things like that are all, all in place. All that has right? to be in place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Well, uh, I think these uh, these folks probably should uh, give you a call. They should. And find out if uh, LTC is a good uh, for a, them or if that's not. That's a reoccurring yeah, theme. Like you, you should say, just call. It depends. Uh, 360-746-7169. That is Phil's number if you want to call and make an appointment. Uh, you can also email him at uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Phil's favorite segment. Oh, boy. Where he gets to kick back yeah. and uh, not tell you anything new. Just go over what we've already talked about. It's a wrap-up. You want to do it next? Yes, I do. Okay. That's coming up next on The Aging Hour. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. over on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. 
Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Well, it's always the saddest segment on the Aging Hour brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis along with uh, Phil George, elder law attorney and counselor at law. When I say saddest, I don't, I don't mean sad like, that's eh, really sad, nothing's going on, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean sad that we, we have to say goodbye here in uh, a few minutes. I appreciate that. Because we could, we yeah. could, you know, you and I could do like a six-hour show. Absolutely, we yeah. could. And yeah. we're just, we're, you know, we, we have time constraints, you know, sure. we got CBS news, we yeah. got, we got other shows There's knocking on the door Absolutely. saying, Hey, Hey, let us Get in. Out of uh, there. So we could talk to, yeah. we could talk for a long time. Anyway, it is, it's sad because we, you know, we just have one more segment to go right. and we usually go over all of the things that we've uh, talked about today in case, you know, you're coming to the show late. Right. Uh, like we were, um, we get an email yeah. um, earlier about uh, folks trying office. to stay in their own home. Yeah, and they yeah. want to know how to do it, right? Yeah. And so we talked about the benefit of reaching out to an occupational therapist and right. having them come in and just giving you an assessment, letting you know whether or not your home is age-friendly. And if it's not age-friendly, they'll give you a list of things you got to do to make it age-friendly. And then that lets, get, gives you all the information you need. You can look at that and think to yourself, well, that's easy enough. I can take care of that. And mm-hmm. so you can take care of yourself. Or if it comes back and they say, well, you need an elevator, well, then maybe you're going to have to have some uh, some real serious conversations with your spouse. But mm-hmm. that gives you the information you need to let you know, okay, is it possible to stay at home, right? That's a very important threshold question. Is it possible to stay home if I get sick? Yeah. If it's not going to be possible, then you have to start looking at other options. Uh, and we talked a little bit about how to pay for those options with Medicare and Medicaid and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the other options, I think, are, are more important here. And that can be, if your home's not age-friendly enough, buying a home that is, uh, helping your kids out, let's say putting a, a, a granny flat on, on their property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that doesn't work out, there are other housing options too, whether it's an adult family home or an assisted living facility, a retirement community, a continuing care retirement community. All those things are different options. Now, each have their pros and cons. The best thing you can do, obviously, just come on in uh, and, and sit down and and talk through what the different options are. Yeah. But they're different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So 360-746-7169. We had another email uh, question about, uh, let's see, mom and dad had a yep. couple, couple of kids. So yep. one, one kid's in Florida, right. not doing anything not doing for them, doesn't want anything to, to do with them. The other kid Florida. is here in Bellingham yeah. helping them out. Exactly. And uh, like they were trying kid. to be fair right. with liquidating yeah. the assets eventually. Mom was very, very concerned. She wanted to make sure that there was a even Steven 50-50. Right. Everybody gets the same amount split. Dad wasn't real happy and with that. And dad was thinking, well, man, this kid in Bellingham, they're bringing they're doing pot everything. roast over. Yeah. I get to play with their kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should be getting a, a different amount, a higher amount. And I am... I'm inclined to agree with dad here in that if one kid is going to be spending more time with you and and helping you more and 
you're a larger part of their family, it makes more sense to reward them. It, it just it just does. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean, and, and we talked about this, right? Uh, happy wife, happy life. It doesn't mean you get to run roughshod over what your wife wants to do. Sure. You got to make sure that, you know, you're, you know, have a talk with her and then try to get the kid back in Florida uh, or a kid in Florida into the fold. And then if that doesn't work, you know, um, if if your wife still doesn't want to maybe give the person up here a little bit more, you can talk about things like, well, how about we just compensate them for doing things on our behalf? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, paying her for for going out and taking us to the doctor and picking up our prescriptions and picking up our groceries and all those kinds of things. And so, there are things you can do. But folks, I got to tell you, I hear this all the time. Oh, we got to make everything equal, equal, equal because equal is fair. And it's not. Um, a lot of times, uh, fair is you know how much kids getting according to how much they've actually um, you know contributed mm-hmm. to your your retirement, your aging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had an email um, about long term care. Oh man. Yay or nay? Yes. What do you think? Ah, mm-hmm. you know it depends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and, and you know we both have our 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 experiences with long term care insurance. You've had. Obviously, with Lisa, some some good experiences with that. You guys, we just decided to do it. Exactly it's, right. it's not cheap. I'm going to tell exactly you up front, right. it's not cheap. But the reason we did, as yeah. I told you earlier, uh, we don't have any family here. Exactly right. Uh, most, when it comes time for that to happen to us, most yeah. of our family will have passed on. Exactly right. And we don't have any kids. Exactly so right. So we thought uh, LTC insurance was probably a good thing Absolutely. for us. Absolutely. And I think, that that's, I think that that's a smart thing to do. Uh, and I think that my opinion is starting to thaw out a little bit about long-term care insurance. I had been jaded because every year, like I was saying, I was getting uh, um, I was getting calls from clients saying that their premiums were going up, and now they couldn't afford it, and now they're in tears, and all this kind of stuff. And so, um, there are other ways to afford and to pay for long term care, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's privately and setting up your own fund, or using a Medicare or a Medicaid or a VA or those types of things. So there are other ways that you can cover those costs, but in a, in a good plan. As long as you are being smart about making your plan and you know, um, you know, not only can you afford premiums now, but you can afford premiums 15 years from now, um, then, yeah, I think that a long-term care insurance policy can be part of the solution for a good number of people. Mm-hmm. Is it for everybody? Absolutely not. But nothing's for everybody. Yeah. Except uh, oxygen. I, I know that um, you uh, like to speak to folks yeah. at, at events. Did, didn't mm-hmm. you just recently have a seminar uh, I did. What, where was that again? Uh, Ferndale. In Ferndale. Just yeah. recently had uh, exactly one, right. one up in Ferndale. Exactly Did that go okay? Right. The senior center. It did. It's yeah. always a great time going nice. up to the senior center in, in Ferndale. But I do these kinds of talks all the time. Usually, uh, you know, three, four times a month, uh, folks will reach out to me. They'll call me. They'll ask me to want to come in and talk to their group. Mm-hmm. And, and what we do is, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there about, about what kind of planning you should be doing for retirement and what kind of documents you should have and what you should be thinking about and what you should accomplish. And it's gotten to the point where I think people just have have received and heard so much bad information that a lot of times they just throw their hands up in the air and they just think, well, you know what, I'm just going to check a box. And I see that will on the side of the road, (laughs) the road will. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick it up and dust it off, put my name on it. It's road will. It's a road will. But but I tell you, you both both of them will do about the same thing if you try to eat them. Uh, And so – you put that road will back down. Uh, you, you don't need it. A uh, better way to do it is to think about planning differently. And that's what we do on this show all the time. We talk to people about how to plan differently for retirement. We're trying to make people successful in their retirement. We want you to succeed. We want your family to succeed. 
We don't want you to run out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs. We don't want you to end up in a position where where you become a burden on your family and they have to leave their jobs to take care of you or or they just start fighting like cats and dogs. And we don't want you to be in a position where you have to be forced out of your home and into a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And so we have this show on a weekly basis, and I talk to folks here in the community on, on all the time um, to, to help people prepare for that, to help them think about planning differently. So if you would like us to come and talk to you and give your folks an educational seminar, uh, I'm happy to talk to you about that. You would just reach out to me at 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. Or you can actually go to my website now. Uh, I've got a specific button for people. You just scroll down a little bit on the main page. You can scroll down a little bit and you can get, uh, you can ask for some information about mm-hmm. uh, us coming to your group and talking to them. And we're happy to talk to you about that. And that's safeharborlegal.com. When you said put the road wheel down, you know who you reminded me of? Who's that? Alec Baldwin huh? in, um, oh, what was the uh, the movie he was in with uh, Kevin Spacey? Uh, oh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. that? And, well, he, he comes in and he He's, and he's uh, telling all these uh, salespeople, he says, uh-huh. put the coffee down. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. Coffee's for closers. closers. That's put right. the wheel down. <laughs> put that road wheel down. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of Phil, 360-746-7169. Remember, coffee's just for closers. Coffee's for closers. You want to do it again next week? Let's do it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're here every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. Remember, you don't have to set your family up for failure in your retirement. We can show you how to set them up for success.